The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Dr. Dina Hinshaw, the province's chief medical officer of health, standing by for her daily update. We'll go to her now. Uh, as you can see, and as has been reported, I'm currently self-isolating. I felt well yesterday, but woke up with a sore throat. Although my symptoms are mild, it is important to underline that no one is exempt from staying at home. Even with my mild symptoms. I'd like to thank all those who have reached out to me and expressed well wishes. I really appreciate it. And as you can see, I am feeling okay. I just have this uh, sore throat. My symptoms do not appear to be consistent with what is typically seen with COVID-19. I do not have a cough or a fever. Despite this, as I have consistently said in these updates, you are not feeling well. Stay home, self-isolate. Cannot risk exposing our co-workers and neighbours if we are sick. This is what our new normal looks like. Earlier today, I was tested for COVID-19 at the request of senior leaders to ensure that I am able to return to work in person as soon as possible, not to have to wait 14 days, as would be if I did not have a test. While I wait for these results, I continue to self-isolate. As I said yesterday, you don't need to wait for a lab result to do what's right. Stay home if you're sick. I want to reassure Albertans that I continue to perform my duties as Chief Medical Officer of Health while I self-isolate. I continue to participate on conference calls, receive regular updates and briefings throughout the day. I will continue to update Albertans through these media opportunities. As I have repeatedly said, this is our new normal. We must adapt and find creative solutions. While I know it is not possible for everyone the ability to work from home is going to become more important for those in occupations where this is possible. I would also like to take a minute to talk about self-isolation. Particularly actions that I have taken to reduce the risk to my family members. I'm fortunate to be able to have a spare bedroom where I can self-isolate with my own bathroom. I'm not eating meals with my family and I'm staying two meters away from others in my household. Even though my symptoms are mild, I believe it is important to follow the advice I have been providing to others over the last several weeks. This is another part of our new normal. Even without a lab test, these steps are important to take proactively. With respect to our current situation in Alberta, over the last 24 hours, we have confirmed 18 new cases of COVID-19. This means that 74 cases have now been identified in the province. For the first time, we now have confirmed cases in every health zone in Alberta, one case each being confirmed in north and south zones today. This pandemic will impact all Albertans, no matter where they reside in the province. All Albertans need to come together and do our part to help stop the spread of COVID-19. Currently, five individuals are receiving treatment in hospital and are in stable condition. All other confirmed cases are self-isolating at home and expected to make a full recovery. As always, health officials have taken swift action to isolate the new cases and any close contacts who may be at risk. As mentioned yesterday, we believe the two cases are the result of community transmission. Community transmission is when a person catches the virus from someone who has no traceable travel connections could mean that Albertans are exposed within their communities. As announced yesterday, in response to the increased potential of community transmission, we took additional action. 
I believe these were necessary actions to help slow the virus and protect public health. Today is the first day of cancelled classes in schools. I know this decision is going to impact parents for the days and weeks ahead. We all find childcare solutions. To be clear, we did not close schools. Teachers and other school staff should continue to come to their schools to plan potential alternatives for students, particularly those in grade 12. Yesterday, we also announced that all licensed childcare facilities, out-of-school care programs, and preschools were to close immediately. I know many parents are looking for childcare arrangements, such as private childcare providers. While these groups are able to remain open, these unlicensed day homes can only care for up to six children, not including their own, at any one time. These arrangements are not monitored by the province. I encourage parents to seek out information to make informed decisions. While grandparents and other seniors are a great help with child care, I would encourage limiting their exposure to children who have any signs of illness, even mild illness. Older Albertans are at an increased risk of having complications if they were to get COVID-19. Parents should also take precautions and limit the number of play dates to reduce the chances of community transfer of any virus should ensure that whether they are having friends or family care for their children, or they're attending a day home, washing facilities or hand sanitizer must be available to children and visitors with reminders to wash their hands frequently. Any day homes approved or profit, routinely clean and disinfect surfaces people regularly touch, like toys, or handles, keyboards, toilets, and tables. You should also advise visitors and children not to enter if they are feeling unwell. We all had a role to play in the days ahead. For more information to help you plan at alberta.ca backslash COVID-19. I encourage you to visit this site to, to receive the latest information available as we do update it daily. Today I added a Twitter account, VMOH underscore Alberta, to the tools I am using to share information with Albertans. I know the situation can be overwhelming. We create anxiety as we watch the global effort to prevent the spread of COVID-19. These Albertans and Canadians must come together and support one another. We must continue to be compassionate and do what we can to help one another. I'm hearing from Canadian Blood Services, they are seeing a decline in blood donations. The need for blood donors remains strong. It's safe to donate blood during COVID-19. Your donation can help save a life. We work to contain COVID-19 and keep the public informed on the situation. We should also think of those who are battling their own health issues unrelated to COVID-19. Blood donation can help address the feeling of helplessness people have in the face of COVID-19. Gaining a sense of control by helping others can help contribute to an overall sense of well-being. Health of Albertans is, and always will be, our top priority. We will get through this together. Thank you, and I'm happy to take any questions you may have. All right, we are going to obviously in a unique situation, so we'll ask you to do one at a time, and please speak loudly and clearly so Dr. Hinshaw can hear you. We'll start with Julia. Hi, Dr. Hinshaw. Um, the City of Toronto announced that restaurants and bars should be shutting down. We're seeing this in New York City and other major cities. I know I asked you this yesterday, but are we getting close to that point and what is the threshold for that? 
now go to the phone, then we'll come back. I know there's several in the room. Uh, operator, could you pass one through? Our first caller comes from James Keller of the Golden Mail. Your line is open. Are there some comments on the uh, federal announcement today in terms of uh, closing of the borders to most travelers and also rerouting uh, international flights to several airports, including Calgary? Uh, what do you think about that? And uh, does that second part about international flights being diverted here uh, pose an additional risk to uh, Alberta? So uh, I think from my perspective, uh, the federal government has taken these additional measures to emphasize the seriousness of the situation. Um, with respect to the impact of those, uh, I think that remains to be seen. Certainly having targeted airports where international flights come uh, does help to make sure that any international flights arriving that the resources are focused on those locations and people can be sure to get the information that they need. Uh, but we need to remain vigilant for what uh, unintended consequences may be. But we will continue to watch closely and uh, participate again in federal provincial territorial discussions and make sure that going forward we continue to adjust our approach based on emerging evidence. And again, uh, you know, again just underlines the seriousness of particular situation, uh, this unprecedented move to limit our, our border travel. I think uh, there are several government officials who are also providing more information. She's coming from the health funds. Um, operator, could you pass through the next question? Next question comes from Tara Weber of BNN. The line is open. Hi there. I'm still interested in this community transmission event that happened in Calgary. Do we know the size of the event and when it took place or any other details? Uh, so the information that I have, I don't have the date, unfortunately, um, but I do know that there were approximately 40 people gathered in a home uh, and that the source of the infection was someone who traveled from outside the country uh, and there was then transmission at that event. So that's the uh, extent of the information that I have. I think, again, it underlines that when you have lots of people in close contact, particularly with people who are traveling from outside of the country, that that raises the risk. And again, I really underline that even if someone only has mild symptoms, they should not be around other people. This is really the foundational piece. Something that Albertans should be thinking about is if they themselves have mild symptoms, they should stay home. Uh, and if somebody that they're around has mild symptoms, they should stay two meters or more away from them to make sure that they're regular washing hands because even, uh, again, someone with mild symptoms can potentially transmit. So we'll come back to the, to the room, Dean. You mentioned you're closely monitoring the uh, restaurants and bars. Does that apply to casinos as well then, or what do you plan to do with casinos? So again, I don't think that you know any of these locations have fairly similar dynamics with respect to having larger numbers of people who are gathering together. So I don't anticipate that any decisions would be made about any of those individually. Again, we're monitoring the situation. We're using the evidence of what we know about the spread of this virus and the challenges posed by some of the, these settings where there's lots of people together. So no decisions have been made at this time. It's simply a matter of monitoring and looking at all the different settings that there may be a risk of transmission. AGLC may also have some more information if you need. Uh, yeah, over to you, Julia. Oh, um, 
answer? Oh, okay. Um, California, Quebec, a few other jurisdictions are now asking their seniors to stay at home. Um, what do you have to say about that? Should Alberta seniors do the same, especially considering there were three more deaths in BC and they were all among the elderly? We know that people over the age of 65, there is increased risk. And where the risk really increases is those individuals over the age of 80. That age group has the absolute highest risk of death from the disease. We also know that individuals who have chronic medical conditions can be at higher risk. So again, I think that my advice would be for those who are at higher risk of severe disease, think about when they're going about their daily business, how they can limit their interactions with large groups of people. It's really important that we think all of us about how we can support each other through means other than face-to-face -face interaction, especially in this particular challenging time. So in a recommendation where seniors, especially those who are over 80, think about staying home. I would also ask that family and friends of those older individuals think about ways that they can support those people and, and how we can all support each other. This is a time of a lot of anxiety and so as our older Albertans and those with chronic medical conditions think about places where they might be in greater risk, again, where there's lots of people together, I would advise that they, they limit their exposure to those places and think about ways that they can get connection with family and friends through other means besides being with them in person. Uh, Dr. Hinshaw, what do you say to Alberta travelers who ignore all these restrictions and insist on traveling outside of the country during their March break next week? So some people may have reasons for travel uh, that are essential. It, I can't comment on every single situation and, and some people may be in very difficult circumstances. If there's perhaps a family member who's Critically ill, or if there's some other reason why for them, you know, they're trying to weigh out those those difficult decisions to make. What I would say to people who are considering traveling simply for recreation, not for a, what I might term an essential trip or a, a trip with a significant importance, is that they need to remember that they're not just potentially putting others at risk by maybe bringing the virus back into the country. They're potentially putting themselves at risk as well, just putting themselves at risk of perhaps getting sick while they're outside the country. They may also be at risk of having severe illness. There's all sorts of changes in flight schedules these days, and so there's no guarantee that if they fly out, they may be able to return on the flight that they thought they could come back on. So really, there's lots of risk both for them personally and also that risk to all of us. And we know that the virus is spreading in many places around the world. And the best thing we can do is stay home within Alberta and take measures to prevent any further You've been listening to Dr. Dina Hinshaw, the province's chief medical officer of, of health, and uh, you probably noticed that the sound is a little bit different uh, on this broadcast compared to the ones over the past uh, few days. That is because she is in self-isolation. Um, she says she's experiencing symptoms of a cold and was, was tested for the virus so she could get back to work. Uh, she is working from home but that uh, media conference done through a teleconference uh, type um, uh, setup. So what I can tell you today, though, uh, the newest numbers, the newest numbers in Alberta, we have 18 new cases in the last 24 hour. The total now sits at 74. 
We have cases in every health zone now in the province. Dr. Hinshaw saying this virus is going to impact all Albertans. I can tell you that five people are in hospital in stable condition um, and everyone else is self-isolating at home. But Dr. Hinshaw just waiting for her test results to come back as well.